Coast to Coast AM, Connie Willis here, joining the 80s and the different songs with you and join the great researchers that we have tonight. Earlier it was Parker Duvall, and now we've got Tom Dongo that we're talking to. His latest book is, uh, well, it's Merging Dimensions. It's the new edition. It's a secluded ranch near Sedona, Arizona, talking about uh, Bradshaw Ranch. Strange Events mysteriously began in 92, and he's got inside the book over 100 actual photographs of incredible events, otherworldly beings, strange flying craft, and unexplained light anomalies. So you can see those by getting a hold of his book. So go to lighttechnology.com. That's where you can get the new edition. Tom Dongos, who we're talking to. Uh, so, Tom, one of the questions is if you can compare Skinwalker Ranch and Bradshaw Ranch, the differences or similarities, what would you say? Yeah, I got interviewed by the History Channel a couple of, a couple of months ago on just that. The difference is uh, the Bradshaw because I'm very familiar with the Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, and incidentally, I don't think it's ever going to be solved by uh, tech technology. I think it's going to be psychics and remote viewers that are going to Agreed. Solve Agreed. It. Agreed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See, yeah. we're on the same path. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, when I was when I was in uh, Phenomicon in Utah, uh, I, I was talking to uh, George Knapp, and uh, uh, I I had I woke up in the morning in my hotel room. And uh, I, I saw that I, opened, I, I saw the being that's on Skinwalker Ranch, and the, and the thing is not it's it's uh, it's probably been there since time began, and it's not uh, I, I if, if I got it to look at me if I could get it to look at me it, it has eyes of a sort it, uh, it, it 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 doesn't want humans on that patch of land, and that's its goal is to get rid of them, so. Uh, I think that Skinwalker guys need to approach that instead of using, you know, rockets and lasers and all sorts of other things. So it's, uh, you know, the, the stuff that's happened on the, uh, the Skinwalker Ranch has been very violent, very violent, especially with the early ranchers that were there. I mean, it's extremely. So uh, and I, I'm able to scan things from a difference. I, I, learned, I learned that at the Berkeley Psychic Institute. So I've I've scanned the ranch, the, the Skinwalker Ranch, and it's it's uh, it's it's really it's really uh, uh, dangerous stuff. Could be, uh, but it, so to compare it with the Bradshaw Ranch, the same sort of things happened on the Bradshaw Ranch, but nobody ever got hurt. It was never bad. It was uh, benevolent, not malevolent. It, it's that the big difference between Skinwalker and Bradshaw. Is uh, is malevolent in the Skinwalker and, and benevolent on the the Bradshaw. Actually, very 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 good stuff. We, Linda and I, but <laughs> her husband Bob wouldn't come out. He had a spaceship land right in front of him. He was on national TV <laughs> with this, and uh, he he uh, he said that was that was it for him. He wouldn't come <laughs> out. He said, yeah, yeah. He he would. It I landed right in front of him in the in the orchard, a, a disc. So that was it for him. You know, he's just, he was a poor old redneck Arizona cowboy. <laughs> and he'd, he'd stay. He, we, arr, Linda arr, not, arr, arr. Yeah, Linda could not get him to come out. She'd go in and say, Bob, you've got to come out and see this. This is incredible. No, 
He's, he's, staying, he's staying there watching TV. He wouldn't. We never once get, but in four and a half years could get him to come out. Amazing. So, yeah, so. <laughs> but that's what happens when you see something that you're not supposed to see that's not supposed to exist, and it happens in front of you. It's like, yeah. oh, my goodness, this is real. I've seen it with my own eyes. And I always wonder, you know, is it better to have the camera on the event or the uh, person that was the skeptic? skeptic or the non-believer because their face is priceless when that happens so i wonder if skinwalker was a little nice at first but because they tried so many experiments constantly that then they were like get away this is our area you know what i mean yep 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 it it activated it yeah it pissed it pissed that creature off that's on the ranch it's it's aggravated it do you know why uh, you know, Bigelow I, sold it in the first place when he was after he took uh, it over? No, I, I, no, I, I don't. I, I, uh, uh, I wonder if he found Brandon, out the answers he wanted. Yeah. Well, I don't no? think it was yeah, something no? that. Yeah, I don't think it was something that scared him. I, I think they uh, it just flattened out for Bigelow, and, and then Brandon came along and bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, Skinwalker is very, very, very interesting. The whole thing is, uh, it, it, it's re- it's a real conundrum, though. It's a, and I don't think they're going to settle it with uh, technology. I absolutely I agree. I, I think there's yeah. so much more missing because they have those things happening. Yeah. There's so many other things that are not happening that would have happened otherwise. And yeah. you know, get rid yeah. of those things and watch it with your own eyes and document yeah. it and, you know, go from there. So yeah. uh, let me ask you this. What's going on with Bradshaw Ranch now? Is that still happening or nobody's there yeah. or what's well, going on? You know, you know the, I, I, I've, I've, I've been pretty careful when I, I, I you, we haven't gotten into things I really don't want to talk about tonight there's some things that earlier I said no I'm not going to talk about that stuff so we haven't stuff I didn't want to talk about but uh the, the uh, no <laughs> what it, is that it's still, yeah it's still going on but but it, it's different now uh and there are people that go out there a lot and and uh, it's uh, it's now it's the the Bradshaw ranch is in ruins totally ruins the windows are smashed out the weeds are hip high uh the university of northern california leased it from the forest service but uh uh there used to be uh, signs saying this is us government property Pro- uh uh, violators will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And I, I was out there with a Japanese film crew about 10 years ago. And I said, make sure you guys get a good shot of that before we go over the fence with all this equipment. And they did. They, 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 they you know, they got the, the lights on and the cameras, and and uh, then they passed me their their hundred thousand dollar camera. We we went over, it. and we that was a strange <laughs> night. We we heard we heard noises inside that that ranch house that scared the hell out of all of us. There's well, even something. if that ranch house is not there, who cares, right? I mean, you're still going to get the activity. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so no, it's still going on. To give you an example, uh, these, this just happened a couple. Of, these guys were seasoned researchers with all the best equipment. So, uh, I interviewed them for two hours, uh, but they 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 were got onto the, onto the ranch and spread out. Uh, each one of them was in a different place, and uh, they were uh, uh, these are good guys. I know I know them personally now. They're so anyway. About after dark, uh, they, they Bradshaw Hill is above the ranch, and the road into the ranch goes up on Bradshaw Hill. So a car appeared, 
you know, the tourists tourists are out there all the time, you know, the headlights and all that. So, but at any rate, this time, the the headlights started down into the the the, uh, the valley where the ranch is, and it didn't go on the road. It went through the trees where even a tank couldn't drive. So they're watching these. You know, they, they knew something was up when they saw this. And they watched the, the car, this, these headlights, coming coming down as if it was on a road, and it and it got down into the flats, and uh, it uh, instead of going through the gate, the metal gate, it went straight across. And it went right through a fence that the University of Northern California had put up, uh, a, a, a chain link fence, and they, they had cultivated a field. They were going to grow native research for native trees, and it went across that. Uh, bumpy, bumpy uh, feel uh, uh, very smoothly, like it was on a road. And it came around. All these three guys are all watching this. So, And UFOs, by the way, can mimic a car perfectly. Headlights, taillights, the whole deal. I've seen it a number of times. So anyway, so it goes through the chain link fencing again, just right through it, and stops. And uh, one of the guys had seen a, a, a man in wearing white pants down below walk towards the ranch. He was up there pretty high. So the car stopped, you know, headlights, taillights, door, car, door light opening, and a girl got out, and she was all dressed in white. So she, she ran around to the, to the back of the ranch house, and uh, the first thing I said, did she have time to pee? Was she, was she just taking a pee? And they said, no, she did not have time. So the guy... Some, whoever the guy was in white pants must have left something there for her to pick up. And then she ran back and got in the car, and uh, it, it, uh, it went back across this bumpy cultivated field that was straight, just nice and smooth, and went through the, the uh, other chain link fence, and then back up the way it came, through the trees, which is impossible. Uh, so anyway, uh, I so. You know, I I always ask because I've done I've, I've I've interviewed about 400 contactees and abductees. First thing I always say is, did you have any missing time? And uh, got real interesting. Something that happened to all three of those guys while they were watching their car. But one guy, uh, and they didn't use cameras. That's the thing. You you can be watch you can be watching something incredible and forget you've got a camera in your hand. Absolutely. Uh, almost yeah. every time that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You bet. You bet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You're so flabbergasted. Yeah, you're so flabbergasted by what you're seeing. You forget you've got a video camera right in your hand until it's all over. I think it's beyond that. I think they make sure yeah. you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They can completely yeah. control our minds. Uh, they completely. turn us off and on. Yep. Yeah, totally. Their minds are so powerful. They can do just about anything they want yep. with us. Yeah. Uh, yep. Especially the especially some of these aliens that are three million years ahead of us. So you can just imagine. I mean, to them, we're cucumbers. You know, I mean, we're we're just not. That, it's true. It's very true. Cucumbers. I never yeah. thought of it that way, but you're exactly right. You know, the thing is, yeah. when people say that um, the government's keeping the secret, you know, to me, it's like no, the aliens are keeping the secret. Yeah, they're the right, ones right. that have control of yeah, of us yeah, knowing exactly. or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's who um, it is. They don't want us to yeah. know yet. And incidentally, I I agree with I I agree with Stephen Greer. The aliens are not our enemies. Because all the years I've interviewed all these people that had terrified. I'll finish the story in a second about the car. 
But I, I interviewed about 200 people that had abductee contactee experience. And even though they had a terrifying experience, they, in every single one of them, uh, had uh, uh, increased consciousness. I mean, they took better care of themselves. They ate better. They were kinder to people. Uh, they, they did good things for people. Uh, and, and uh, you know, that, across the board, because I, I asked them, uh, the, the whole life changed after so the after the ex, the aliens had you know probed them or whatever whatever they did. So the, the, that, that proves that the aliens weren't doing something totally mean and destructive to the human. Uh, you know they they were doing something that was to to, to help us. You know I, that's my conclusion because I mean you you know you, you hear these theories oh they were eating us and all that stuff. I've never run across that. Uh, I haven't you know, run they, across the eating, but I have run across where it's not, they're not, no, they're not, I don't think every abductee agree, uh, would would say that. And, and, you know, just you and I having a conversation here. Yeah, I would, I I have talked to too many people, experienced stuff that, no, not, not everybody's happy about the, the abduction part of it and what it's done to their human life. It's like, well, now, you know, it's disrupted what I want it to do. I mean, even think about the fact with the hybridization project with Jacobs and Hopkins, right? And they're saying, okay, they're taking your sperm, they're taking your eggs. Well, you know, some of the ways that they talk about how they were getting that, hey, wait a minute. Well, let me, let me, that's, that's a private thing with me and you're doing this and, and what are you doing? And now I have a kid and, you know, all these different things that's, that kind of takes away ethically as well. But, you know, these are great conversations that you can have for hours on end. I'm sorry. I want to, I want to make sure we get back to the car because we got like a bazillion people that want to talk to you. So. Well, real, real quick, you know, Bud Hopkins had some horrifically bad experiences with people he he interviewed and, and hypnotized uh, a couple of them scared, even scared the hell out of me i was listening to <laughs> i went to a meeting one time and said, well wow man that's 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 not cool that's not good so yeah. bud, bud was quite quite a researcher yeah uh, love bud, love bud's work and david's work yeah, and i, I he, thank he, goodness he, i got yeah. to meet both of them really well so yeah 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 so anyway so the guy the, the these three guys with all, all their equipment, they didn't use any of it. The car had gone back up the hill and disappeared. And the, the guy <laughs> the guy in the middle, who was by the windmill, this big windmill there, uh, he he, uh, he just wandered off. He, he got lost. The ranch was right there. But he turned around, and he, when, he, when, they find, when they found him, he was completely disoriented. So something was done to him, obviously. Mm. And the other, the other two guys felt kind of weird, so... It's still going on. I mean, it's it's. Uh, this is just a couple of years ago, so you know it ain't over yet at the Bradshaw Ranch. It's the it's the energy of the place. But the the um, the people did they sell it? Well, wait a minute. Wait, I guess they did sell it. The the couple yeah. that was there before, Linda and Bob. Yeah, yeah it's the U.S. government. And then the government, the, the U.S. government uh, leased it to the University of Northern Carolina, Northern Arizona. So they could do native plant research. That was that was the whole story. And they, they haven't done anything in five years. I think they read my books and it scared the hell out of them. <laughs> can I, can you do you know what the price was that they sold that for? Uh, yeah, four and a half million. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Okay. Uh, wild card line number two. Let's talk to Brian out of Washington State. Hey there, Brian. Welcome. You are on the air. 
Oh, excellent. Hi, Connie. Hi, Tom. Hey there, Brian. Doing good. My question for Tom, I was just curious because I live in Washington State, and my first experience, which, you know, I still don't know what it was to this day, but it was by a the Hanford nuclear plant. It was a oh, yeah. light and and that. But I would just, my question is, the Sedona area, Arizona, why do you think that's a, I mean, I've, I've been there many times, like on vacation, but why do you think that's a spot where, you know, people can see what they see? Well, we got about you know, one I minute, think, just so you'll know. Yeah, okay, real quick. Well, I think people are coming home. This was a, a home once, maybe a, 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 you know a different civilization, a Crystal City or whatever, and they're then they're experiencing this stuff. But uh, other than that, I, I really I really don't know. It's it's a, it's a mystery. It's a real mystery. And they're they're a base. They're underground install. I don't call them bases. Underground installations here, alien and U.S. Now we could talk. I could talk about that for a long time. And one of them is super dangerous, but it's not near Sedona. Where where is that one? It's well, uh, it's close to the flag. It's halfway between Flagstaff, halfway halfway between Sedona and Flagstaff. Yeah, and I know exactly where it is. There's a long story about it, and it's very dangerous. And why is it dangerous? Well, the guy uh, the the guy the, the guy that took me up there and showed me the photographs, he he said uh, uh, he he went home one day. He got a phone a phone call, and they they said you come back here again and we will kill you. That's uh, that's pretty dangerous. Tom Dongo is with us. Connie Willis here. You are listening to Coast to Coast AM. It's Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis here. Thank you so much for all the emails and the tweets and all the things that you do with me. I really appreciate it. And if you are enjoying the show and you're like, hey, you know, I. This is cool. I wish I could go to something like that sometime. Keep in mind my show, Blue Rock Talk, we do something called Project Creepy Hotspots where we go out to a location that has activity of Bigfoot, strange lights, or hauntings. And I am there live virtually. You are there. I'm at the uh, location broadcasting live from there, and you guys are at your home all safe with a little popcorn, a little vino, whatever's going on with you. It's up to you. But uh, we're out there broadcasting throughout, and uh, this uh, next couple of weeks going back up to the Rockies where there's a lot of activity happening, and I'll be taking a cop with me. Yes, cops, right? Great observers, right? Professional observers. Erica Stover, one of our Blue Rockers and cadets, she's uh, been with me before. And when we went, she went uh, one time so far. We're going to go in the same area, but she saw Bigfoot. We got a big handprint. We got all sorts of really unbelievable things at that time. So uh, usually with me, what I absolutely believe, it's a relationship. If they like you, they're going to be around. They're going to show themselves And they absolutely like her. So me and her are going to be out there, maybe even a couple other people. But we'll see how that goes. But you can be a part of that, too. And you can experience these things with us because that's what happens. So become a Blue Rocker. Go to ConnieWillis.com and join Blue Rock Talk. All righty. So our other man that I wish I could get out to go up there with me at one point or anything. I don't know if you get out much at all. But uh, I understand that, you know, hey, 
I'll, I'll be your little junior doing the, those same things that that you've done already, and and I'll I'll get back with you, Tom, and tell you what I'm seeing and what's going on. I, it's just a thrill to meet someone else that does it the same way, looks at it the same way. Of hey, experience it yourself, see what it looks like feel what it feels like and don't embellish just tell what it is you see it's already crazy enough yeah no embellishment you don't have to do that let me um before this is our last segment we got a lot of people that want to talk to you but before we go to the phones i'd love for you to say whatever you want to say now just to make sure you can get out what i know you might want to get out before it, it ends well, I, you know, I like, I like people need to have more of a, an awareness of stuff that's going on. <clears throat> there's, there's, there's a lot of invisible stuff that's going on around us, and, it, and it's starting to affect the, the whole society. But, you know, when I, start, when I started out 50 years ago, I used to get verbally attacked all the time, debunkers, skeptics, disbelievers, and now I never get attacked. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's fun now. But I gave up. I quit three times. I, I couldn't take the the, uh, the attacks, you know, the, the insults and verbal abuse. So, so I, I've been I've been on spoke uh, uh, to probably around sixty million people in the last four and a half years, and and I, I haven't been I haven't been uh, criticized or you know uh, maligned not once. So so I guess I must be doing something right. Yay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna in your Blue Rock talk. I'll be there. I'll join. I'll join with you guys. Excellent. You know? Thank you. I'd love it. Yeah. yeah, I would love it. There's so many things that I I just can't. You, it's it's amazing. You know, there's people out there that go looking for decades and see nothing ever, hear nothing, feel nothing, and it's like things just yeah, yeah. come to some of us, you know, and, yeah. and it's a lot. And when you tell people, they just think you're nuts because not only is it one thing, one event, but it's like yeah. 10, 20 events in one evening and people just don't want to believe you. And and you're even going, Holy cow, I don't even believe it, <laughs> but it's exciting. What, it, what do you think it is? Bottom line. What do you think all this is? Are we, have we been created by? Are we a huge experiment? Well, you know, I'm I'm totally baffled by that. What what are we really? What are we? You know, I, I mean, it it uh, are we? Yeah, are we an experiment? Are we are we are we destined to be uh, extinct? You know, and I I try I've I've been wrestling with that for forever. You know, and, I, and with a remote viewing. I have a, an ability, you know, a lot of people don't have, and so I've been investigating that and searching it with with eyes that most people don't have, and I, I don't know, but it, there's something going on. We 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 really need to know about. It's not uh, it's being kept from us, I think, and, and uh, I think maybe maybe you know once we once we figure it out, the the the, the game is over. We're, we're 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 free, we're, you know, or the hundredth mon hundredth monkey thing. Somebody'll start something, you know, and oh, this is it, this is it. We've just right. They'll leave, they'll <laughs> leave us alone, you know. They may it may be that they're trying to trigger us. They're trying to prod us, prod us to evolve into a whole new dimension. But when you know, we're not doing it. I mean, but wait a minute. 
Yeah, well, 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 I'm sorry. Um, we got that little bitty tiny delay, so it kind of messes us up once in a while. But oh, maybe yeah. this is maybe this is what it is. Maybe we, you know, we've come here. I believe our soul was somewhere before, and it's going to go somewhere yeah. else after. Uh, yeah, so we came here. We made the choice to come here in this vehicle of yeah. our human body to live the human experience, the, the human yeah. experience. You know, we came here to work nine to five, have a dog, two kids, go to the beach, have lunch, this and that. <laughs> and Pizza. some of us have, some of us yeah. co- have come like that, right? They don't want anything to do with us, right? The, the, most of the people in the world don't want anything to do with us. <laughs> they don't want to yeah. hear what we have to say. They just want to do their own thing and work and yeah. live and, and yeah. have right. their part, you know, right. And there's some of us, it's kind of a handful of us are like into it big time. We, we want to learn more. We have this in us. We have an yeah. urge in us. We have to. It doesn't go away. You know, yeah. people can call us a nut. It doesn't go away, right? We know what we've seen. We know yeah. that there's something else. So maybe we are here for the human experience. And and it's like, hey, quit trying to know the secret. You know, you're you're on the ride at Disney World. Take yeah, the, you right. know, to get on Space Mountain, take it and enjoy it, and shut up. <laughs> quit trying to figure out how you know we do it in the dark, where you have a good time on a roller coaster, right? Maybe that's us. We're like, hey, how does this work? Well, and maybe know, we're ruining all, it. <laughs> yeah, almost all extraterrestrial races don't live like us. There, I figure there are about 125. 125 humanoids in about 17 human races, and and uh, some people have interviewed both, and they, they none of them live like we do. So this may be a, you know, that's why the aliens are so in, you know in, curious about us. You know, the wacky things we do and the emotional things we do. They're studying us. Most of them are just studying us. So so yeah, you're probably right. This is probably a, you know, a, a, a study or a school. We're sent here to, you know, you know, get beat up and slapped around and, and hurt and <laughs> sad and cry yeah. and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah, what's it, it like it, to love? What's it like to yeah, feel yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. What's it like? Because they don't have that. The whole man, no, they they could right, care less. Yeah. We're little rats to them. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, emotion. Rat. Yeah. 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 Study, Big, study of emotion. Yeah. Bigfoot are oh, different yeah, I, though. They have feelings. They have sense of humors. They have. That's where you can have the relationship. That's the difference. Yeah. 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 So so uh let's go to the lines. Wild card line number one, Denise hanging in there, waiting to be on the air, and you are now on the air. Thanks, Denise. Yeah, you're welcome, Connie. Um you had me in stitches with your first guest regarding uh the um, you know, when he brought you f- to look for uh Bigfoot and you were holding his arm. You're yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you had me laughing. <laughs> He was taking me into the dog man world. It was like, okay, ah. <laughs> Do you have a question for um, Tom? Did we lose her? Oh, she's okay. She's gone. She made a comment and that's it. <laughs> I think she did have a question though. Um, well, if she comes back, we'll talk to her. Let's uh, head to wildcard line number three. Talk to Blair out of Phoenix, Arizona, not far from Sedona. Uh. Hey there, Blair. Hey, uh, Welcome hi, to the show. Hi, Connie. Uh, thank you very much. You're sort of carrying forward the Shirley and McLean tomboyish bravery to the next generation. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey, Tom, um, from 2014 to 2019, I camped a lot off of Forest Service Road 525 outside of Sedona. 
and I had a great view of the Red Rock Formation, popularly called the Robber's Roost. And many times I'd see a white round light resembling a motorcycle headlamp, or like you've talked about, moving up and down the desert floor, even perching atop Robert's, Robber's Roost one time. And four years ago, I finally got a clear photo of it during an overcast morning during a brief rain shower, and it looks like a white oval in the parking area by Robber's Roost with golden yellow spikes all around it. So I just want to let you know that I'm just confirming what you're seeing, and I sent those two photos to you by email before I called tonight, so you'll be able to look at them after the show. Yeah. By, by the way, Blair and I have been friends for about 30 years, so we're, we're really— Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, Blair, you know, I, I did tours right, right there in that area. We used to see that a lot. And actually, the last tour— I do one every year for these people from Fort Myers, and we saw a Jeep. It, it looked like a Jeep, lights going back and forth around Robber's Roost, where you can't even, you know, you can't drive any vehicle. So there's some, there is something really strange going on around Robber's Roost. Man, love all this stuff. Still so much activity all over the place. Uh, let's yeah. go west of the Rockies, talk to Donnie in Central California. Hello, Donnie. You are on the air. Oh, hi. How are you? <clears throat> I'm doing okay. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks for taking my call. And uh, so, Tom, uh, hello to you, too. So I just want to add this because this is going on over in California, too. I'm part of a ranch, Armstrong Ranch, Central California, between LaGrange and Nice Ferry. And... A friend of mine's stepfather left him 350 acres when he passed a couple years ago. It's part of the bigger ranch, which is 3,500 acres. And my friend Jim lives out there in an RV next to the cabin, the Armstrong cabin. And uh, it's part of a 10,000, it was originally a 10,000 acre ranch that was granted by Ulysses S. Grant in the 1800s. Because Ulysses S. Grant, after he was the general that won the war, uh, during the Civil War, he was going around the country and granting 10,000-acre plots before he became president. And so my friend's dad's great-grandfather was the one that received the 10,000-acre grant out there in Warnerville between LaGrange and Knights Ferry. So... There was another 10,000-acre grant to the Baird family. <clears throat> I was born and raised in Modesto, and I'm pretty well connected through my dad, who's friends with all the sheriffs, the, the mayors, you know, local, political, successful businessmen. Well, anyway, I grew up with my friend Jim, and we stay in contact our whole life since first grade. And he's been having experiences out on the ranch since we moved him out there about three years ago. <clears throat> he calls me. He says he got missing time for like five hours and uh, seeing drones in the sky. And they just recently found titanium on the ranch, which is strange. And there's something going on. His nearest neighbors are five miles away. But he two months ago, he texts me. At 11.30 at night, and he says, they're here. And so <laughs> this is what happened. He woke up at like 
11 at night, he goes to bed early in his cat. He lives out there with his cat by himself next to the main cabin that's about 100 yards away, the Armstrong cabin. Anyway, there was a 30-foot diameter, bright as the sun, sphere that was hovering over the cabin. And he woke up, and he looked, and he thought he was dreaming. The cat woke him up. And he's looking outside the RVs about 200 yards away from the main cabin. And Donnie, and you got about 20 thing, seconds to finish. So Sorry. he's he's this thing is turning left and right, and like it's looking for something. Well, all of a sudden, two F-18s come in, 200 feet off the ground, and circle around, and then it, they take off, and then a black helicopter comes in unmarked, and then an hour later, an RV with six men that come in from the backside of the ranch without permission flashing their badge saying we're military they were men in black trucks not in black but they said look we got a downed military drone and they asked for his phone because he took pictures of the drone and he said and they said don't tell anybody about this and he's texting me the whole time that this is going oh. on out there <laughs> hey and, donnie we got it we got to wrap it up because time is time is up so sorry but i would love for you to Leave your information with Donna so that I can contact you for the future. And uh, if uh, if that doesn't work out, get a hold of me at Connie at ConnieWillis.com because uh, I'd love to have you on talking about that. That sounds like something we can investigate further. Thank you for that. We just have to go time-wise. So, Tom, interesting story that he's got, right? And that also goes back to these things are happening all over the place. It's yeah, not just right. skinwalkers, not just Bradshaw, no, like people right. think. It's everywhere. You just happen exactly. to know those ranches, people. That's all there is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so any... Any last words there, Tom? It's such a joy, such a joy to to know you and listen to you. And we could go forever with conversation. Yeah, well, it's been an absolute pleasure being on your show, Connie. You're you're a fabulous host. host. Thank you so much. You're just you're just wonderful. We we got to do this again because <laughs> because I know we can. Thanks so much. Thank you. So, Tom Dongo, thanks again. Get his book, Merging Dimensions, at lighttechnology.com, lighttechnology.com, Merging Dimensions, new edition. Oh, man. So earlier we had Parker Duvall, Tom Dongo, you also heard. Thank you so much for uh, to our guests, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the music, if you've enjoyed the show, please write us and let us know. From the foothills of the Colorado Rockies, I want to thank everyone who put this together. And that is Julie Talbot, Bill May, Lisa Lyon. Tommy Danheiser, Dan Galanti, Stephanie Smith, Mike Cosio tonight, Lex Lonehood, Sean LeDesur, Tim Banal, Gina Salvati, Donna Walker on phones, Tom Narens, hello there, Penny Girl, Adam Thompson, Ryan Stacy, Chris Burroughs, let's see, Ian Punnett, Lisa Gar, Richard Searett, George Knapp, and the man, George Norrie. Thank you, George Norrie, for letting me play on your show. I love it. So until we meet again, join me on Blue Rock Talk, Connie After Dark, Connie Willis the Podcast, and my book out there to help you win the lottery with a pendulum. Just go to ConnieWillis.com to find me. So keep watching the night skies and continue with me to seek out the strange and uncover the unknown for Coast to Coast AM. I'm Connie Willis. Good night. <laughs>